Praise the Lord. Somebody's case is settled. So you don't need to, to worry. Your case is what? Settled. And I'm going to bring it from the popular Hebrew 11.6. Hebrew 11.6. I will demonstrate something today from the world. Praise the Lord. That give us a better understanding of what faith is. Now, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for the privilege to uh, be in your presence this morning. And thank you for giving us the, the grace for assimilation, to understand your word, to receive revelation and transformation. Thank you, Father, for our senior pastor, Holy Spirit, for coming to teach us this morning. Glory be to your Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Shout a bigger amen. amen. Hallelujah. From that scripture, we have the understanding that we need to trust God for our needs. For he who comes to God must believe that he is a, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Praise the Lord. Now, God wants us to trust him. God wants us to trust him. More importantly, more importantly, God is looking for who to trust. Hallelujah. When people tell you, trust God, trust God, okay? I trust God. So we won't have to go beyond even trusting him to the level that he could trust us. When you get to the level where, where God can trust you, then your case is settled. I'm going to give you a, 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 an example of who got to that point and his case is always settled. Praise the Lord. Amen. But for then, let's just look at the scripture. Let's dissect it uh, gradually. You know? We are to go beyond just trusting God. But to go to the level where he too can trust us. God was proud of Abraham. Because he trusted Abraham. And said, I am the God of of Abraham. Praise the Lord. Say, I am the God of who? Abraham. So Abraham's case is settled. That was why when he had a problem with his brother on how to divide the land, the, the, the lot, lot decided to take the green, the better part of the land. What did God do? 
God decided to settle Abraham. Even before he could act, he turned the things around. God will turn situation around for you. When your case is settled, you don't even ask for anything. He rises up for you. And that is what is going to be from now on. You will get to that realm where your case is settled. Hallelujah. So for us to enjoy a settled case, we must come up to the place of faith where God himself will trust us because we can only please him with that level of faith. People will say, I have faith. I have faith. But you must get to that level where your faith can please God. Amen. The level of faith where we express total dependency on God. In other words, we are to please him by trusting him to that point where we could challenge him. How many of us can challenge God? We can do that if we have the right faith. Praise the Lord. Note that to please God is not doing something to impress him. To please God is not doing something to impress him. We cannot impress God by our doing. Because our doing is at a very low level compared to his own standard. But our doing is just good for us. It's good good for, for us. But it cannot impress God. The only thing that can impress God is our faith in him. That's why in the book of John 6, 29, and disciples go, they told Jesus, what, what do we do? What is the work of the kingdom? How do we get saved? How do we get things done in the kingdom? He said, you do what? He said, just believe. Praise the Lord. That is the work of the kingdom. Believing. And believing is what? Faith. Ask your neighbor, do you believe? Do you believe that God can turn that situation around? I want you to picture the other side of that situation and see that God has done it and give him praise. And I prophesy to somebody here, God has done it. Your situation has turned around. You are no longer the person you were before you came this morning. You are a brand new person in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that verse that we read could be re-paraphrased to read, but without trust, it is impossible to challenge him with our needs. Without trust, it is impossible to challenge him with our needs. So in the first instance, as far as God is concerned, your case is settled. But is it settled from your own end? 
as far as God is concerned, if you are a child of God, you are blessed in heavenly places. Everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given to you. Meaning that your case is settled. Now the question is, is it settled from your own end? Now I told us that whatever the blessings that God gives us in kingdom, a man is always having his own side of it. And that side of it is faith. To receive. Praise the Lord. So, you need to challenge God by your trust in him. That is to say, you need to trust God in so much so, so much so that God would feel challenged and move on your behalf. Your trust should be so strong to the level that God will be challenged. Praise the Lord. So you can challenge God by your faith. Amen. Trust God's word for your life. Fear not because God never goes back on his word. God never goes back on his promises. And his promises are prevalent in the Bible. In other words, the Bible is replete with God's promises for his children. And you are qualified for those promises. Every issue, every problem, every challenge under the sun has been addressed in God's word for you. Meaning that your case is settled. And I pray, my prayer this one is that the capacity to receive, you will not miss it in Jesus' name. The grace to have your heart desires, receive it in Jesus' name. What you desire will locate you. When you ask God for one thing, he will give you double. In the name of Jesus. Because you are a precious child of God. You are a precious child of God. And God loves you. Let's look, let's get a, a reference of how he wants us to trust him and challenge him. I'm going to read two scriptures of how God wants us to trust him to have our case settled. Praise the Lord. I'm going to read them from uh, first um, the book of Luke chapter 12 verse 24. Luke chapter 12 verse 24. And then Matthew 6 26. These two scriptures opens up how we could trust God to the extent that he feels challenged. Luke 12, 24. Consider the ravens for they neither sow nor reap which have neither storehouse non-bound. And God feeds them of how much more value are you than the birds? Praise the Lord. 
I want to read it again and I want you to listen. Consider the ravens. A ravens is the name of a bird. And these birds are very small. Praise the Lord. He said, For they neither sow nor reap, and that, that they don't sow, they don't labor, they don't even harvest. They don't walk. They don't do any kind of work. They don't sow and they don't even bother to harvest. They don't have storehouse whereby they have food. That's okay. And they, they can take today, tomorrow, that will take them for a long time. They have no storehouse. They have no barn. You know, barn. If you are a farmer, you know uh, uh, all those uh, way of uh, storing uh, yam, uh, the lines like that's bad. They don't have anything. They don't have system of keeping food. They don't work. They don't know how to get food. And the Bible said that God feeds them. It means every time they need food because they don't have, they do not burn, they don't store house, they don't have, they don't keep food. So every time they need food, God feeds them. And the Bible now asks, if God can feed a bird as at when he's hungry, how much more that is much more valuable to the bird? I want you to put your heart there. I want you to try to compare. So that will lift your faith. It, I will tell you how much God loves you and how much God cares for you how much God wants to lavish his resources for you. Because his resources can never be exhausted. He's looking for people to bless. And you are there in need. And God is looking for somebody to bless. And he will locate you today. Praise the Lord. But why did Jesus start this verse by saying, consider the reverence. It's drawing our attention. He said, look, consider the revelation. When you read the Bible, don't just read the Bible uh, like an academic book or history, a historical book or whatever. Why did Jesus say, consider the revelation? It means there is something he wants us to learn. Praise the Lord. He said, consider the revelation. No, take example of this bird. Look at this bird. That's what he's saying. Consider their ways and learn from them. Praise the Lord. Because of the importance of this verse, it was repeated in the book of Matthew. So Matthew, let's go to Matthew. Matthew 6, 26. Now say, he said, look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Say, are you not more valuable Hallelujah. Are you no more valuable than the bird? God takes care of them. So what makes you think that God will not take care of you? Do they have to fast? Do they fast? If the bird, ordinary bird, doesn't need to fast and he gets what he wants from heaven, you don't need fast. To get your blessing from God. But you need verse for your body and soul. 
Praise the Lord. So when people come out and think uh, after uh, fasting for so so days, and God answer me, it's not, it's not because you fasted. God just wants to answer you. Praise the Lord. Because before you started fasting, God is God. While you were fasting, it's still the same God. When you finish your fasting, it's still the same God. It doesn't change. It's the same. Praise the Lord. You fast to help yourself and not him. Just like our doings, our performances is to help ourselves, not God. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, when take a study of that, consider the reverence. God wants us to study something from the reverend. Something very significant that God wants us to learn and imbibe in our fellowship with him. To learn and imbibe with our fellowship with him. Because the best are nowhere compared to us before God. God has never failed to provide for the best. So why will he fail to provide for you? But the bed has something that makes God not to ever fail. And that is total dependence on God. Total dependence on God. If you can do that, if you can totally depend on God, he feels challenged. Praise the Lord. Now, as I take you to somewhere, I ask a question. How does this bed demonstrate this total dependence on God? How does the bed demonstrate this total dependence on God? And how does God provide for a bed that does not sow, nor gather? There are two questions there we answer. Praise the Lord. I will start answering that question from the book of Job. The book of Job 38, 41. The book of Job 38, 41. Are we there? I read. It says, Who provides food for the ravens? When is young ones cry to God? And wonder about for lack of uh, food. Who provide for the ravens? The ravens only needs to cry to God once and goes back into the location to await the provision. The Bible said that the raven, the young raven, comes to cry to God. So when the ravens are hungry. When the reverend are hungry, so what they do? They come out from their shed, look up to heaven, and cry. Praise the Lord. When they cry, they go back to their location and wait for the provision. Without any iota of doubt. Their job is to come out and cry to God. But how many of us pray? And after prayer, we are still telling ourselves, 
we need to pray again. No. We need to fast 10 times or whatever. And we still doubt if God has actually heard our prayers. There's nothing wrong in reminding God of our prayer. And we can only do that by thanking him for the provision. You only need to pray once for an issue. The next time you pray is to thank God. Thank him for doing what you have asked for. Because when you pray again, you are started over again the second time. It's like sending an invoice into a storehouse or making an order for supply of items. When you make an order, the people will be working on it to supply. If you, if you send another order, it means the first one you, you send is cancelled. They will now start again in the new one. So sometimes we delay the answer to our prayer when we keep praying the same thing over and over, and over again and in an unbelief spirit. So one thing that God wants us to learn from the bed, ordinary bed, is that we pray once and expect answer. So when the bed cries, what happens? He goes back to his shed. Waiting for what? The supply. That's bad. I'm not the one saying this. That's the Bible. It's a of the Bible. Praise the Lord. It doesn't ever cross the mind of the bed or his thinking that someone or something could ever stop God from providing his food after he had cried. After the bed has cried, nothing comes to his mind that could stop the supply. So when we have prayed, sometimes we even by our own mind, we build a blockade even before the answer. We are thinking of how it could be answered. We are thinking of the magnitude of the issue. We are thinking of this. We are allowing, the devil will come and tell you, you think it's possible? I pray. Praise the Lord. Like Mama, Mama Esther, when she told me about her son, I said, don't ever fret about this. Don't let, even it, don't let it even disturb your, your peace. Just call your son in the name of Jesus and then live your life. Don't let people tell you, look, uh, rush here, uh, go and look for him. I say he, he will come on his own. Praise the Lord. I said, don't bother. Just go and as if nothing happened. You have to get to that level of assuredness. That God that you have cried to has heard you. And that he is more than able to do it. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, how does the bird demonstrate this total dependence? That is, crying to God only once going to his cage waiting for supply. Once the bird cries, he's expecting the package. No matter what, that is depending 100% on God's faithfulness, on God's capacity, on God's ability, on God's infallibility. I praise the Lord. 
total dependence, 100% dependence on God's capacity, his infallibility, his ableness, his faithfulness to do it. Okay. We are going to answer the other question. Now, Psalm 147, verse 9. We have answered how the bed depends on God 100%. We now want to answer how God provides for the bed. So, Psalm 147, verse 9, he said, He gives to the beast its food, and to the young ravens that cry. There are two things there. First, he gives to the beast his food. And to the young ravens that cries. Now, it means, first of all, we can infer from that that it means that what God gives to the beast is the same thing he gives to the raven. Hello? What he gives to the beast is the same thing he gives to who? The ravens. And the raven he gives to is the raven, is the young raven that cries. He does not give to the raven that haunts, that teaches us something. When you think you can do it on your own, when you get to that level where you try to calculate the kings of the kingdom, and you think you are smart in the kingdom, you miss it. That's why Jesus said the kingdom is of the children. For you to enter the kingdom, you have to be like the children. God only answered the young ravens that cries and not the ravens that hunts. That think they can do it on their own. There are so many of us that we calculate with our brain the things of the kingdom. We think we have, we are, we are, we are intelligent. We calculate how, how, how we give to God, what we give to God, or whatever I want, or how to you know, render service in the house. When you are giving instruction, you want to weigh it on your own. You don't walk in the kingdom that way. You must be like a child to enjoy the things of the kingdom. A child follows instructions. Before we go beyond that, now, how does God give to the beast the same thing he gives to the raven? Now, when the raven cries and goes back to his location, God instigates a beast. Hello? God in heaven will instigate a beast to go kill another animal. Praise the Lord. When the beast is instigated to go kill another animal, he will not eat the animal. He will drag, God will, he will make and lead that beast and eat that animal to bring the animal to the location where the bird had cried. Remember the Bible said that they don't sow, they don't reap. And what God gives to the beast, he gives to them. Praise the Lord. So, when God Instigates a beast to go kill another man. The ravens, they are very, 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 very choosing. They are young and too much. They don't eat dead animals. They don't eat small, small. They don't eat rat or rabbit or small, small. They eat the biggest cement. 
So one, two. If you are a child of God, the best belongs to you. The best belongs to you. Don't be afraid of how it could be done. Decide what you want and challenge him with your unshakable faith. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. The best belongs to you. You deserve the best. The reverend goes for the best. They don't walk, but they eat the best animal. They don't labor for it. All they do is just to what? Eat. How? So, when God instigates an animal to kill an animal, the beast, that animal will drag the meat to where the bird had cried to God. And then the beast will now start eating. As they are eating, tearing it apart. You know the bird is very small. It cannot even tear anything. So, the, bird, the, bird, the beast will be eating. And while they are eating, they are making it easy. For the reverend. Praise the Lord. They will be eating and feeding themselves. When God sees that they have eaten their own enough and they have pieces, everything enough, it will instigate the, the reverend to go. Praise the Lord. And the moment the reverend comes to perch on the meat, the beast go away, leaving the meat for the reverend. Hello? Hello, somebody? The moment the raven flies in and patches on the meat, no matter how many animals or big lions or whatever they are there, what do they do? They leave. Because the ravens have come. Praise the Lord. And that's why the Bible says, what he gives to the beast, he gives to the raven. And God is in charge of it all from the beginning to the ending. If God can challenge an animal to kill an animal so that the raven could eat, God is able to instigate that billionaire somewhere. God is able to move somebody somewhere because you need to be satisfied. Because your prayers must be delivered. Because you are precious to God. God does not fail. God has never failed. God has more than enough to supply your needs. And if you are in the house this morning, I assure you, your needs are supplied. Your case is settled. Your case is settled. Somebody shout, my case is settled. Lift your hand and shout, Amen. Hallelujah. And it all takes total dependence on God. Total dependence on God. God wants us to depend on him so he could provide for us. Sometimes we think of how we go do this. God can always do anything. God loves you more than you think. And God desires your best more than you think. 
when you ask for something, you will give the best. You deserve the best. Praise the Lord. Amen. He said, he gives to the beast his food. He gives to the beast his food. What I mean? That means that he gives to the beast what the, the beast needs to live by. I pray for somebody. I pray for somebody. Your desires cannot be cut short. 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 If you believe, shout amen. amen. 